Uh, so nice tits, Gary. Nice. They're Thank fucking you. great, man. Great tits. They're pretty sweaty. Look, just top half. Underneath great, is good. Uh, you tits. guys can't see this, but oh, Gary man. popped the top off. Yeah. <laughs> just great tits. Uh, all right. I'm Brady Birkenmeyer. Are we this doing that th- that soon? I don't know. Well, Hi, everyone. I, 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 Welcome back. <laughs> well, well, that's the, yeah. <laughs> Let's do the thing. Yeah, whatever. Tits, intro, then I, <laughs> then I talk about the show. I'm uh, Brent Wilkinson. Gary Berg. <laughs> <laughs> and this podcast is completely unsolicited. <laughs> Guys, we are back. Uh, we did it. We're doing it. What do you remember? What number this is? Number five. Five episodes in the can. Feels like nine. How exciting! It's just a, a hot ass <laughs> summer day. Gary's naked. We're just living our best lives. We do, of course, have uh, an email address where you can reach us for this show. It's at completely unsolicited at gmail.com. One of my friends said that they just couldn't spell it. So they gave up. <laughs> they were like writing out, like, I'm going to email them. And then uh, they were writing it out. And was like, I don't know how to spell unsolicited. So literally sitting up. at a computer <laughs> where you can check how to spell things. They just, yeah, I'd probably just autocorrect it. Um, <laughs> we do have one email. This comes from a guy that I know as Parallax from an old podcast uh, that I used to do. He's a wonderful guy. He says, uh, if you want to get destroyed by fandom, but Star Wars is too mainstream, you should take up Warhammer 40K. I know that is a video game. There is a novel series going that has over 50 volumes at this point for one story. So that's his whole email. A recommendation, I suppose. Yeah, it's uh, I think I've played it in the tabletop version. Like it's like a D&D thing, I think. I don't know. He's kind of a game master guy. Okay. I think that I've played it. I'm not a huge RPG guy, but sometimes I get way into them. I like them sometimes and I kind of fucking hate them most of the time. Yeah. Is it anything like Pac-Man? Yep. It could be. A, yep. It's just like Pac-Man. How about <laughs> I, I bet I'd love it. Pac-Man goes out on a quest and he has to defeat some villains and um, he has to pack his inventory <laughs> with little white dots. If you think about it, Pac-Man was the first RPG. Uh, okay, I guess <laughs> let's get this. This is great radio. This is great radio. Maybe I'm a little out of uh, practice. I don't know. Should I take more clothes off? Yes. Oh, shit. That would, that would do it. <laughs> that would change the mood of everything. Come on. Let's just do the show. This is the best way to get us back in the swing of things. Pun intended. Woo. Uh, this is our favorite segment, Brent's uh, Dick News. So I have to say that I commissioned this song out. I did find a band called Scrotal Necrosis. You did not. This is Scrotal Necrosis's first scr- Necrosis's <laughs> uh, first uh, and only hit song entitled Dick News. Okay, good. <laughs>
That's fucking brutal. Thank you, Scrotal Necrosis, for that tune. Brutal. Was that really you? All of it. Every bit. Oh, that is Uh, You never... That stops surprising me, man. And I love it. The lyrics are, a thousand ways of every day for you to lose your junk. The universe (laughs) looks in your eye and says, your cock is mine. Nice. (laughs) So you're just sitting in your house, like, recording each of these tracks, and you're just, like, going... Like, like your neighbors just hear... (laughs) that guy had a sore throat for like three fucking days after i did that that's amazing this is uh, oh see that's what we needed you're welcome all right okay what's uh what's going on this week in dicks as the dick turns these are the sands of time or whatever however the fuck that goes yeah like dicks through an hourglass these are the dicks that we lose (laughs) these are the dicks of our lives Man with whistling scrotum escapes death after bizarre medical emergency. Oh no, a whistling scrotum. A whistling that's, scrotum. That's not how that's not what you want to have to have happen. No. Speak for yourself, man. <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah. Got real Dr. Yep. Gonzo right there. <laughs> a nightmare turned into a reality for an Ohio man who was alarmed to hear weird noises coming from his genitals. Holy shit. Never a good You don't hear this happen to uh, Americans mostly. Last couple, I feel like we've covered like third world countries giving each other uh, circumcisions and stuff, but this is just a regular ass Ohio man. Was he like trying to sleep and is just like, Scott, just. <laughs> He's got the seven dwarves in his pants all night long. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Saw a short documentary about that once. The unidentified 72-year-old who hears a hissing noise has been diagnosed as the first person in the world with a whistling scrotum. First person. First person. Hey. I want some uh, celebration noise. Yeah, and balloons. Congratulations. Uh, so it says the guy was out of breath and he had a swollen face. He went into the emergency room. His lung had collapsed and he had excess air built up in his rib cage. Oh, shit. Yeah, they were really fucking worried about him. He almost died. Yeah, and his heart was about to stop and they were scared. And they did surgery on his lungs, which is fine. And then two years later, they did scrotum surgery on him for an unknown reason. Oh, no. They cut a hole in his sack. And it started whistling at him. Oh, no, because his body was so full of air. It was just coming out of like an old like surgery. This was the was the the first surgery surgery like recent. The first surgery, it seemed like from what I can tell, it filled his lungs up with or it, his his cavity, his chest cavity yeah. up with air on the outside of the lungs. They fixed that shit. And then it just kind of made its way down the body. And then it was the opening credits of Robin Hood. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Out of of his scrotum. Out of his scrotum. Uh, Not the end of the story. Um, Is that how it goes? Is is that the opening of Robin Hood? God, that that Disney's Robin Hood, that's what started furries, right? That was those are like the sexiest animals had it going on. In the uh, uh, that's the thing is uh, there's a lot of kid animals and there's a lot movie. of sexy animals in that movie. That is what started the furry movement. Mm, no one will tell was, me uh, Mrs. Cluck was the giant hen. Oh, sure. She's a big, big brassy. Mm. Yeah, oh, I, like I, I love those ones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so this guy ended up um, going back to the hospital and uh, they ended up removing his nuts. Whoa, took his ball. Oh, that was the only solution. 
That is that does not seem like the problem. The problem, the problem was there's not there's a hole. If you think about a referee's whistle, it's got that ball in there. He <laughs> 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 makes the whistling noise, right? No. God damn it. So they're just like, we'll just remove the ball from the whistle. We're not gonna we're not gonna sew up the whistle or anything or make that thing. Yeah, that's just like his wife's laying seen. in bed with him and just like, sweetheart, close the window. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like catching a breeze. She's like, what is blowing at me right now? Oh my god, it's his balls. His it's balls. His balls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all I really got for that. Okay. Well, that's oh, this is fun. Okay. Another unusual aspect of this case was the length of time it took to resolve the air buildup inside his scrotum. Oh. perineum and thighs so chanked or just all inflated uh during his recovery the man adamantly denied injecting air into his scrotum me thinks the lady doth protest too much oh no uh, also the doctors why. also concluded that nothing in his behavior over the three years had led them to doubt this so they were like bro you pumping that up or what's going on like, <laughs> why are you doing this <laughs> why would i do this is that a sex fun. thing because it's fucking oh, fun. It's just fun. It's just like a little one. You just have a little balloon that you're just playing with like a like a seven-year-old. If you did helium and they float, that's amazing. <laughs> that's great. I did not consider that he was pumping air into his own testicles until the article was like, Don't don't you worry, he was not doing that. You know, you gotta ask. You'll never know if you well, don't it ask. It just seems like a weird thing. Yeah, it's just journalism, baby. Why would you do that though? <laughs> Why would you inflate your balls? Because you're, it's, it's just a toy. It's just like people, a toy. What was the people shot cooking oil into their dicks? Maybe he thought huh. it would make his balls bigger. It sounds like he doesn't have this. This does not indicate any kind of like sexual perversion or anything. He's just the guy with the worst surgeon on the planet. Maybe like the surgeon nicked his uh, lungs or whatever, filling his body cavity with air. The surgeon then like what? Worked worked on his testicles and left it a little open in order for this like whistling thing to happen. And then when he goes back to the surgeon and he's like, "Uh, my balls are whistling," they're like, "Well, let's get them balls out of there. That'll uh, that'll fix that." Uh, maybe it was like they were dusty, and he's like, "I'll oh, just leave a leave the door cracked to fucking air it out and yeah, and shit. put it out. It would don't want to get mildewy in there. No, <laughs> you gotta have good airflow." You do. It's one thing I know about balls. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's the only thing he knows about balls, which is weird. Have you ever spent a night with a beautiful lady or a confused young man? And the next day, like, your balls, <laughs> like, cause your balls kind of hurt. Like they were slapping around like the next day, maybe, maybe he had a, a situation like that. And he was like, I'm going to put a little air in there. Oh. Be like a little, a little cushion for his pushing. You know what I mean? Give him a little like, um, airbag give him like airbag Airbag. cushioning Mm -hmm. so then when he's slapping cheeks Mm -hmm. it wouldn't hurt i don't know Mm -hmm. i think these are all good theories though uh here's my as one does married man suffers silently after getting seven inch water bottle stuck in his anus (laughs) uh as one does well done it after (laughs) we've all done it after a seven inch (laughs) water bottle uh was extracted from his anus this iranian man uh, is making progress towards recovery. The man reportedly shoved the bottle up his butt and then refused to say why. Uh, however, <laughs> it's like someone's going up to him like a dog, like drop it, drop it. There's nothing in there. No. So it's assumed that he he just liked having things up his butt. But 
I would um, hope so. Yeah, I don't like me. this. I don't <laughs> like this. Why did I do this? I'm not into this. The cap's on it because it's inflated. If the cap was off, it would just mush in there. Oh, oh no. It might have water in it. I would go for water and I would, you know what? I would heat that water up a little bit. Just make it a little oh. warm. Might feel good up in your butt. I like how you're giving him pointers. <laughs> Sound experience. Well, you know what? People don't fucking call me first. That's everyone's problem. Hey, you call me first and ask the question. If you are about to put something into your anus, uh, email us at completely unsolicited <laughs> at gmail.com and let Brent uh, give you some pointers. So uh, he was afraid of telling his wife, which, by the way, I mean, she's your wife. Like, share your kinks. Quit being so, like, what, overly masculine or, like, whatever. Like, uh, so he chose to uh, keep quiet about it uh, with a whole bunch of pain and discomfort of this um, stuck water bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, his inability to eat and eventual constipation. What do you mean eventual Const- constipation. Yeah, Isn't that's pretty that immediate. Immediate <laughs> constipation, or am I crazy? No, it went in his ass. You think he'd still be able to eat? You know what I like to do after I have a seven-inch water bottle up my ass? Do tell <laughs> us. A nice fancy steak dinner. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> Pair it with a good whiskey, big mm-hmm. fat baked potato. Yeah, man. So anyway, uh, the bad constipation, inability to eat, and then of course it has it falls on his wife to drive him to the emergency room to like get the cat scan. So again, you can tell your partner if you can't tell your partner what the fuck you're into, get a different partner. You know, mm-hmm. if uh, maybe she would would judge him or like think he was gross or something. And if that's the case, man, you got to do you just just yeah. On the drive to the hospital is probably the time to talk about that. right, right. So here's the thing: I find <laughs> water bottles uh erotic that's pretty much the whole story is this guy got the thing stuck up his butt he's fine now they were able to get it out this article kind of goes into doctors around the world remove a wide variety of porn things from men's rectums every day Uh, my mother is a triage nurse and i asked her once what the strangest thing she's pulled out of a person's asshole was and she gave me a nervous laugh and uh, I didn't get an answer. Oh, awesome. Oh. Margaret, I could have sworn I was wearing my Rolex just a moment ago. <laughs> okay, so that's pretty much it. Guys, uh, he's fine now. Just, you know, talk to your partner. If you like uh, stuff up your butt, that's perfectly fine. Let them be aware of it. And also, uh, you shouldn't do it with like home uh, homemade crap. Like, we got to tie that shit off, man. Buy a thing that has like a pair of balls on the outside of it so that it can't fall in. You know, like buy yourself <laughs> an actual, tie a rope to it, an actual dildo. <laughs> Don't use a water bottle. So that's <laughs> my Brady tells you what to do with your butt segment. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, Thank that's you. good. All right, guys, we've got to uh, pay some bills. So, um, okay. The bills. Yes, yes. That's all right. Here we go. Today's show was brought to you with consideration from Beans. Yes, Beans. Well, if you got extra room up inside your pain, why not try to fit a couple of beans? Hi, Timmy. Oh, hi, Mr. Wilkenberg-Meyer. You know, Timmy, it's no coincidence that beans are dickhole-shaped. Really? Yes, shoving beans in the diller is a time-honored tradition from people all around the world. Well, how many beans should I put in? Uh, four or five should do. Wow! But beware, six beans is too many beans. Uh, okay. It can cause swelling, infection, or even crippling embarrassment. 
But won't God see me? Well, if you're that concerned, Timmy, you can wear a little hat on the back of your head. Will that help? The fuck should I know, Timmy? Now run along, you little piece of shit. Beans, yes, beans. Engineered by nature to fit in your mouth. <laughs> That's right, Spot. And dickhole. Well, if you got extra room up inside your pain, why not try to fit a couple of beans? All right, we are back, guys. Okay, Gary, you have a segment for us. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. Um, so, have you guys will ever watch 90 Day Fiance? No, never. No, but no. I'm familiar with Me the premise. Me neither. Okay. Me neither. Okay. I'm, well, not apparently I'm, I'm not familiar with the premise at all. Is that like The Bachelor or Bachelor? They meet each other. They've got three months. They meet each other. And then by the end of the third month, they have to like decide if they're getting married. Like, that's it. They get that much time <laughs> to like know about each other and then get married. You know, it's a reality TV show thing. It's just, we do this. It's also fake. Totally fake. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So apparently on season four, uh, Stephanie Motto, she was actually admitted to the hospital recently because she was having squeezing, tightening feelings in her chest and was uncomfortable and it kept getting worse. I like how you're rubbing your chest as you're. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am. Because <laughs> I can feel it. <laughs> So she she thought maybe she was having a stroke. So she called up her friend to uh, take her to the hospital and she was admitted to the hospital. The doctors took tests, you know, the EKG and their blood panels and shit. And when the test came back, everything was completely normal. What is she? I'm sorry. I missed how. How is 90 Day Fiance involved? Is she a contestant? On she this is the star of it. Yeah, star she was a it. star okay. of season four. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt. So, Just trying to you know, if you look her up, she's got a cute little thing, you know. Okay, you gotcha. Know. Yeah. You. So the doctor said that, honestly, this sounds like you're just having really bad gas pain. Just try taking gas suppressants and avoid the foods you've been eating. That's when she spilled the beans. beans. <laughs> so apparently she sells her farts online in a jar. Holy for, shit. For a thousand dollars a jar. Holy so shit. She had just had a lot of orders and just was eating massive amounts of beans and protein shakes. Holy shit. <laughs> yes. So she's already made over two hundred thousand dollars on selling her farts Holy in the jar. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking jarts. <laughs> yes, jar. Jar farts. So she puts like little rose petals in the bottom of the jars. No, why would you do that? You're going them. to foul the smell of the fart. That would ruin it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If I buy a fart in a jar and it has something that is scenting that fart, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Oh, oh I would ask yeah. for my money back. Is there a guarantee on that, Gary? Or a discount? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This menu. I just visualize this like manufacturing plant that she set up in her house like like it's just like the, like a conveyor belt of jars and she's like in a i don't know a white gloved robots like rescue rangers <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway that's amazing can i do that yes or do you think it's because she's a celebrity and a beautiful woman well i mean you probably wouldn't make as much but okay. i would spend five dollars on a fart would yours. you guys five dollars you would buy my fart for five dollars five dollars you're a five dollar guy um, Brent, you're a four dollar okay. guy. Oh, come oh, on. Oh, hey. All right. <laughs> hey. Now I kind of feel better. You can be very insensitive at times, Gary. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. <laughs> 90 day fiance lady, huh? Yeah. People selling farts. Should we pool some money together? 
We could do it. We could do a whole listeners thing. We could uh, do an on air smell test. Yes. Oh, smelling fart. Just we need, uh, three, we need three of them because we're all remote. Maybe we're we home. should do like a lesser known star. Okay. Well, she's not even very known, apparently. Well, okay. So we need $600. We have to raise $600. So it's $600 a jar. Fans, friends of this show. No, no, no. 200 gonna, per jar. 200 a jar. Yeah. All three of us need one. And then we can like. Again, pair it with a nice steak. We could sit here. We could do a whole review show on it. We did a get a discount for three at a time. Gary, Gary, what are we looking at? Are you finding this? Uh, you finding their website? How are we doing this to find out how to buy these farts? Yeah. Does she? I have questions. I think that she might have <laughs> yeah, cut no, back. We all have. Questions. I think she might have cut back since oh. she had the medical issues over it. Yeah. No money in farts anymore. Yeah. Oh, no. There's so, no more farts in them hills. Here's my question. Is she doing a production line where she's farting in yeah. multiple jars in a day? And then are these uh, artists in farts? That's the questions. It actually sounds like it. Like this is a thing that she puts a lot of time into on eating the correct things to be able to make fart. Like it's her daily uh, routine of getting up and doing that. I admire her. But I guess at this point, she like. You know, I've got so many orders. You're like, how oh, am I going to fill all these orders? Hi, sweetie. Got to <laughs> go to work. He's like <laughs> bored in the morning. Oh, got to head back, to, you know, back gotta to, go to the, the office. office. <laughs> so, what, so here's my next question, too. If she's doing this like all a jart. <laughs> you look the look on Brent's face when he said a la jart was very satisfying. So she's got three jarts lined up or three jars, rather. They're not yes. jarts yet. They're, They're not jarts yet. Jars. And puts them, I'm assuming she has some shelf or something to bring the jars to the anus. Yeah. And uh Again, so conveyor she, belt. She farts in each one consecutively. Does she label them? Because if I'm paying 200 bucks, mm -hmm. I don't want the third jar. I want it fresh off the tap first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have the third fart. It's going to be less potent. Yeah. You want it to marinate a bit. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have a worse experience. My, my, I like how you're jar. already writing your Yelp review, <laughs> like in your head, like dissatisfied, zero out of 10. I've seen people uh, uh, that bought these farts and then smelled them, and they're just like cracking up in like old ragu bottles and stuff. You oh, know? It's really? just like not, not even really fancy jars. Oh, you that's know? Like on YouTube, you're, you're like people have reaction videos to farts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Farts. Yeah. Yeah. They're like a sommelier. <laughs> they're like, a rich tenure. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. The grapes mm, are a little robust. Year. <laughs> a nutty tint. <laughs> oh, no, not a nutty tint. I don't like that at all. Uh, so if you buy these regularly, you just have empty jars. Is it like licking the bag of Coke? Are you like rubbing yes. your finger in there? And That's the thing. I feel like it's a, it's a one time <laughs> experience. Like, because it does. And also my question is, can you. I don't know if this is actually true or if this is just from 80s movies. Like, can you actually trap a fart? If you just leave a fart in a jar for however long it takes to be mailed to you, do you open it up and it smells like that fart still? Because, I mean, again, that happened in like... The YouTube reaction. Video. I really doubt that. People are smelling them. But I don't know if that's actually true. Yeah. People are smelling yeah, them but, in the videos. Yeah, but... You're the scientist yeah. on the... You're Dr. Fart here. <laughs> Dr. Fart. <laughs> <laughs> you're the one who's done all the research.
Oh, God oh. damn it. <laughs> you put a desiccant package in there? No, you wouldn't want to do that. Again, That that's like putting baking soda in it. You're going to absorb all your tasty, tasty smells. Oh, like the little silicone packets? Yeah, It's yeah. like, do not eat? Yeah, those, yeah. <laughs> No, it's gonna, it's gonna, that's gonna ruin it's it. It's already fucking ruined, dude. No, it's not. <laughs> it's this is an artisan fart in a ragu jar. <laughs> Can you just say fartisan? Fartisan, yes. She Thank got her you. whole family saving jars for her. Oh, so, don't throw that jar away. We gotta save right. it for Stephanie. Maybe they can be a contest where the people who have bought and smelled the most farts and they guess who the person is or guess like what area oh. of the world. <laughs> oh, sure. they there's got we gotta be. I bet they do it in Japan. They've got all sorts of weird fucking games. Oh yeah, there. yeah, definitely Japan. They're probably in a vending machine there, just jars of farts. <laughs> fucking vending machine. <laughs> yeah. I I just want to see the artwork on the outside. I love <laughs> Japanese advertising artwork. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Laughing Japanese girl like bending over. I can see it. That we need a new graphic for our show, anyways. <clears throat> One thing that I do want to know, Gary, is do they mention that she's selling her farts in jars on the No, show? this is something she started afterwards. Afterwards. Uh-huh. Like this is this is her only farts. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's actually sort of a uh site. Um I forget the name of it. Something like under like sounds like it's another what do they call it? Fans only or only, only fans. fans. Yep. Yeah, Gary's pretending he doesn't know what OnlyFans is. Yeah, it's like that sort of a thing. Gary's like, oh, wait, I'm the old guy. I'm about to say some old man shit here. (laughs) What was the name of it? I can't remember. The one with the women and the breasts and the tukis. And the time they have the nice tukises, these panties, don't get me started. There was literally a sale at one point. She had a 50% off. So they're $500 for a jar, which is probably where the people on YouTube were like, fuck yeah, buy it now. Now, now. Buy low, buy no. low. Yes. I don't agree with that. I think that the quality is going to suffer. <clears throat> oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's why she had the, so much. Gasoline. Well, when you're mass producing parts like yeah. that, it's, yeah, it's not like a fine wine, you know? This need this is a made for TV movie. This is a lifetime movie that we Yeah, it's, I would love to see a lifetime movie about this. Mm. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Diane Lane. The wrong farts. Just show her farted jars and crying about yeah. it. Yeah, the, the trailer is just like, <laughs> damn it, Margaret, if you can't get your farts under control, I'm leaving you. Like this is no. Mm. I choose the fart production and Polly Shore as the jar. <laughs> <laughs> as the jar. As the jar. Uh, yes. That makes sense. Uh, okay. So here's my history bit. Speaking of smelly stuff, this is the history of deodorant. Nice. Uh, also, I want to take a minute to just let the audience in. Brent can keep this in or not we realized that brent's bean advertisement was the funniest fucking thing that we have ever goddamn done on this show <laughs> but it was we decided afterwards to come back as if nothing had happened so <laughs> first that was the funniest response anyway previously on completely oh, unsolicited uh yeah gary segment go ahead gary what do you oh, got for fuck us? how do i even follow that <laughs> no, up? No, 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 please no listen listen this is a production note or whatever we have to completely ignore the advertisement we have to come back from the show as if nothing happened whatsoever like that is the 
That is the funniest response is to like not comment on it at all. Uh, so, okay. Okay. Just, okay. Well, then if we're off air, like that was fucking beautiful. That was incredible. Incredible. Oh, thank but you. it's so much funnier to just not acknowledge it in and the show. Now back to the so show. Let's just come back. It's just, it's so much better that way. Anyway, I just wanted to let everybody else in on how fucking funny we thought that thank was. You, thank <clears> you for the acknowledgement. I, I worked really hard on those bean songs. Yes, that was the interview. <laughs> dog barking. Uh, so as long as there have been people, there have been stinky people. So throughout history, we have tried to learn how to stink less. Now, what happens when you stink is your uh, body produces sweat, which is completely odorless. But the sweat interacts with the bacteria that is already on your body. They are fermenting your sweat. That's the smell of body odor. So that's what happens. So there's there's ways to fix that. The most common way throughout all of history has been just to put some kind of smell good thing over top of it. Like, Cover it. Cover it up. Yeah, just cover it up. So all throughout history, ancient Egypt, women would put like a scented glob of wax on top of their head, which would like just slowly melt throughout the day in the hot sun, which would just set off like uh, pleasant aroma, basically. Okay. To just uh, mask their odor. You know, the whole perfumes thing. And by the time ancient Greece uh, came around, people were taking full on like perfume baths. Whoa. It was rude not to offer your guest like a, a nice perfume bath. I'm going to do that the next time Jehovah's Witnesses come over. <laughs> Please come in, come in, make yourself at home. Hang on. Well, let me just run you a perfume bath here. I don't want to be rude. It would be way better if they were into it, though. They were just like, uh-huh, yes, thank you, finally. Oh, my God, somebody has manners. It just creep them out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and stinking was kind of always an important thing. Baths were, you know, sometimes they were just considered like, like kind of dainty or fancy. And so, like, men didn't take baths. They were um, considered unholy, just sitting, like, in a bath naked you it was like gonna touch that dick people are gonna diddle uh -huh. themselves <laughs> should have been a never nude look at gary <laughs> gary knows what we're talking about he's rubbing his <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's gonna get all diddly if you just leave them in a bathtub with their genitals exposed so that was so it was often outlawed of just like taking a bath. It, uh, uh, You're protecting the people from themselves. You would make God cry, I guess. Um, oh, so Louis the Sixteenth smelled so fucking bad. They had to open up all the windows of Parliament before he walked in. Uh, they had to be like he must have like sent a boy ahead, like <laughs> go tell him I'm coming. So <laughs> stink boy. Yeah, just. <laughs> Hey, you, little stink boy. Little yes, does sir? he know the stink boy is putting him in jars and selling them behind his back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For $200. I believe the queen's mother, like, I don't know fucking anything about the British. I can't even remember. Is this Queen Elizabeth? That's her. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. It's one of them. Queen Elizabeth's mother, I believe, she, like, boasted that she had only taken a bath twice in her life. And that's so bragged about that. Yeah, she that was like a thing of bragging. She took a bath for the first time the day she was born, and then she took a bath on her wedding day, and that was uh -huh. it. No more baths. Helping her connect with the common folk or something. No, it was like to, this. That's how holy I am. That's how holy and pure I am. Uh -huh. I have only ever bathed twice when it was absolutely necessary, and 
Now it's punk rock. <laughs> now it's punk rock. It's not yeah. holy. It's punk rock now. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> I had a contest with one of my scummy punk rock friends to see how long we could go without showers. First one that took a bath lost. Nice. I lost. It was like that Seinfeld episode. How long did you go? Uh, I think that it was like mid 20s, 25 days or 26 days. Wow. Oh, I beat that. I had two months when I was in high school because I also did the same sort of contest. And what sucked is years later, I found out the guy I had the contest with was lying the whole time and taking oh, showers. What a dick. I what was dick. not. You were so holy. Yeah, you were so holy. <laughs> yes. got, like the verification has to be that you like stick your fingers down each other's like ass cracks. To, like, oh, no. <laughs> make sure like, yep. All right. That smells pretty funky. You're just still on track. Well, I like change my boxers every day. I change for sure. I wear the same pants every day no, or shorts. You know, you can't, Brady, you can't do that. That's you. You have biases. You have to have a third party be the finger. You're right. Finger. There's got to be a third party. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're going to dip that finger in that sweet, sweet unknown. And you're going to smell yeah. it. It's always going to be <laughs> like, bad. You're going to be like, unknown, by the way. Everybody likes to smell their own ass more than other people's. Yeah, that must be an evolutionary <laughs> thing. That's why people diddle themselves in bathtubs. Yep. That's why God hates it. <laughs> That's why bubble bath was invented, by the way. <laughs> Mr. Bubbles. And so God can't see you. Oh, God. so you can't <laughs> Yes, you can't see what to diddle. So God doesn't see. Bubbles are the little hat of the body. Oh, yeah, that's what they say. I've heard that. Um, so that's been that was like the history of stinking. Well, eventually there was horrible uh, cholera outbreaks throughout Europe and just people are just fucking dying. And in the mid uh, 1800s, like because this was in cities or, you know, modern fucking cities. This is the Industrial Revolution, like or just about to be the Industrial Revolution. Uh, this is when, you know, lots of people are just living in close proximity. They're working in factories together, like cholera is this huge thing. People are starting to understand like, oh, we have to have sewer systems. We have to have better hygiene and we have to like wash our fucking gross, nasty bodies. And in America, it's much easier because we're still building our cities like we can just start building houses that have bathrooms in them and stuff and like sewer systems and things like that. Once that stuff started being invented, it was it took a lot longer to get there in Europe. But in America, we're like kind of kicking ass. Uh, yeah. By the 19th century in America, we're, we're having toothbrushes. People are taking showers, but there's still no there's no deodorant. There's no. Uh, antiperspirant, which is a, a different thing than obviously just covering it up. The other way that you solve body odor is that you stop the production of sweat. And you can do that with um, aluminum chloride. There it is. Super good for you. Yeah, it's not great for you. We use it in much smaller productions today. But anyway, the earliest successful brand of commercial deodorant was uh, from 1888. It was called MUM, like M-U-M, like uh, mum's the word kind of thing. It was incredibly cumbersome. It was difficult to put on. It was this waxy cream that left greasy residue on your clothing. After that was a thing called Everdry, and it was the first antiperspirant, uh, which you, you, so yeah, again, I used aluminum chloride, and it just clogs the pores entirely. It would block sweat for like, like three days, like, which again, not great for your body, but it also like burned like as you were putting it on and it ate through your clothes. Perfect. Uh -huh. That's what I'm looking for. And it also had a smell. Like it was like, you could sm definitely smell when somebody was wearing deodorant, even though it was like, this is a time by the way, which where women, women didn't sneeze in public, like no sweating in public. Like That's no, obviously no voluntary thing. Exactly. That's exactly. Like no farts, like no, no talk whatsoever of like 
that a, like women were just orificeless creatures. Like it, absolutely anything that would that acknowledge that they had bodies whatsoever would have been disgusting. Meanwhile, men are allowed to smell and sweat. Like th- that's considered manly even. Like a smelly guy is a, you know, good uh, thing. It's not. I work with like, like speaking of smelly guys, <laughs> I, think, I yeah. think Brady is doing this because there is one smelly dude at his work and is like, hey man, you should listen to my, should listen to my podcast. You He's should like, listen in. Have you ever heard of aluminum chloride? It's super good for <laughs> Brady's you. Brady's so fucking polite. This is his offhanded way. Like telling the guy he needs to wear some deodorant. Yeah. <laughs> so passive aggressive way. Super yep. passive aggressive. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> That's right. Um, so then the one that really took off was it was this um, surgeon. And when he was doing surgery, his hands would get all sweaty. So he started using the antiperspirant stuff, the aluminum chloride on his hands. And he had a, a teenage daughter. And that is your target audience that a girl in her teenage years does not want to fucking sweat or smell or whatever. And so his daughter actually ended up coming in and like using the antiperspirant, you know, trying it for the first time, like on her uh, pits and it worked great. And it, and she's like, uh, Oh, she, so she called it odor. Oh no. It just spelled terribly. It's odor, the letter O and then no, but it's all one word. It's no fart in a jar. I'll tell you (laughs) (laughs) no marketability there, but that's not true because it became incredibly marketable. She came up with the ads at first herself, but then in 1912, she was able to finally, she had like made a little bit of money off of it. And she uh, was able to boost company sales by uh, hiring an ad agency. This is the story of deodorant that coming up with ads for why women should buy your deodorant influenced all ads that we are familiar with today. It was when we invented stuff like fear, they called it fear copy or something that would scare the audience, like your advertisement, all advertisements back Uh, then. Like you have to buy it or you're going to die. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So here we go. Here's some of these ads that that start coming out. Um, So all advertisements back then look like this. It would be a full page of like, a picture up at the top and then basically an article written below it. Like all ads were, you were, they were designed to look like an actual article. You weren't supposed to know it was an advertisement really. So um, Mm. this one says, and men can be such awful gossips too. Men do talk about girls behind their backs, although they won't admit it. Is a girl pretty, a good sport, a smooth dancer? The answer quickly goes the rounds. They talk about other things, too, about the girls they hate to dance with, the girls they simply won't take out. For a girl must be more than pretty and smart. She'll never make a hit with men unless she is truly sweet. Unpopularity often begins with the first hint of underarm odor. This is one fault that men can't stand, one fault they can't ignore. Yet any girl may offend in this way, if she trusts her bath alone to keep her fresh, smart girls, popular girls don't take chances. They know a bath only takes care of past precipitation. So that's that's there's so many of these. There's you can look them up. This is so that that's why I find the story fascinating is it is the beginning of like this is that Don Draper shit from Mad Men. Like I think that was the 60s, but still it's the, this is the beginning of it. It's like the early 1900s where the, you're just learning like 
oh, we just tell women that people are talking about them behind their back. They even made, there's like fake science where they're like, you know, when you smell, you actually can't detect it yourself, but other people detect the hell out of it. Like, that's just fake. That's just a fake thing that you made up. But it worked. It 100% worked. Um, and it worked for everything after this. Like, makeup, any product would use this model from here on out. Like, uh, so yeah, this is why I find this story so fascinating is because this is where we got everything after this. This is about 100 years ago when these, these advertisements are first coming out. So the one thing that they do eventually get to is, holy shit, there's half of the population that we are not selling to. So now it's time to start tackling the men. Okay, let's put it in a black package and let's write the word for men on it. Brilliant. And if you go down the toilet paper aisle right now, uh, 100 years later, almost exactly, you will see dude wipes. This yeah, the I have same shit right works. Right now. <laughs> it works on you. It's a black package. It says the word dude on it. It's absolutely no different than the same products that are, were first sold to women. And they're like, well, how do we get dudes to use wipes? Hey, wait a minute. And it works still. 100% worked on Gary. A hundred years uh-huh. later, this shit still <laughs> totally works. Anyway, that's my history segment. I found that super fascinating. Fucking yep. weird, man. Yeah. I like that shit. Interesting, right? Yeah. Well, let's do the Book of Brown. Oh, good. This is my favorite. I love when you do these. Lysol. Lysol was originally invented as a douche. They told people, they told women to put it in their vaginas. Lysol. That's what its original purpose was. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's really a great segue because we're going to talk about Lysol. In the Bible. In the Bible. Now we're going to do Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, good. All right. So the first point I want to get to is how did we get here? It's really early in the Bible, but as far as I can tell, the timeline between Adam's creation and the story of Sodom and Gomorrah is about 2,150 years. This is pre-flood then? No. Oh, the Bible has a chronological record of um, Lot's descendants. Lot is going to be the main character in the story. Lot was Noah's son. Um, No, no, no. Lot is Abram's nephew. Okay. so Sodom and Gomorrah actually happens after Noah's flood, after the Tower of Babel and after a little bit of strange wife swappy fuckery in Egypt. Um, It's about it's about the fifth in most interesting story in the Bible. It's Genesis 13, I think, is when it starts. Uh, Lot and Abram like kind of pal around a little bit and they split up at Bethel. So they had a ton of fucking shit and there wasn't enough resources. They lived together. Um, the herdsmen and the workers start fighting. Like basically, I think Lot's sheep were on their land eating their grass and mm-hmm. they're arguing with the neighbors kind of thing. It seems things got pretty tense and it came to a head and they're like, dude, it's time or we're going to start fighting. So we need to split ways. So Lot fucked off to the plain of Jordan and set up camp near the city of Sodom. OK, so the Bible says that Sodom were wicked and sinfully great against the Lord and gay sex. Oh, shit. So basically, Lot moved into a war zone. And Sodom was captured along with Lot. Uh, Abram hears about this and sends some people out and gets Lot back. This is the monumental moment where God tells Abram uh, to cut some of his dick off. Oh, cool. Origin story. This is an origin, Abraham origin story. This is the circumcision origin story. This is the, yeah. the beginning of dick cutting. Yeah. Abram falls <laughs> into a deep sleep. So he gets loaded. Like- 
Oh, okay. And has a vision where he talks to God. And God basically- This is after uh, cutting his dick off. Like, no, this is how God comes to him. He okay. falls into deep sleep. For sure. And uh, God trades Abram everlasting possessions for his family forever uh, for the end of his cock. He's like, I will give you everything you've ever wanted and your family and your family. And it worked pretty well up until about the 1940s <laughs> um, uh, for some of his dick. I got to say, I uh, I think I'd take it. I mean, just the, we're just talking about the circumcision, which I am anyway. Well, it's, it's his and all but, of his descendants. It's like, you got to do it. And I want oh, for all, all of your descendants dicks. Too. All of the tips off of all of their dicks. Then why does and does, does it mention? I assume it mentions here why what God wants with those. What is he filling them in in jars? What uh, why, why does God want this? I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't say. OK, but he's hoarding them. It should say like that's, they're leaving out an important element of the story. If I don't yeah. know God's motivation for this crazy thing. He just he just bad. needs them. He needs he just them. Bad. Cells. He needs stem cells. <laughs> There's an interview with Sandra Bullock. And I think it's Ellen show where she says that her skin looks so radiant because she uh, rubs dicks on like four skins on her. Nice. <laughs> so that's what he's doing. Look it up. It. It's really great. And I'm assuming that it's um, like stem cells out of the foreskins made into some sort of ointment, but it's still foreskins. Yeah. Where's she getting them? Maybe she's maybe she's got to deal with God on the side. Yeah, could be. So God, the God's the distribution man and his skin looks wonderful. Yeah. He's like in 4000 years, these are going to be worth something. <laughs> I better start collecting them now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's insider trading. It is. It's Abram gets a cool new name, too. He's like, give me okay. a dick all your fucking relatives dicks and you can have all the shit you want forever. And now your name's Abraham. Pretty fucking sweet deal. So God and two angels come down to oh. visit Abraham a while later. Abraham takes him in, has dinner with him. They give him a perfume bath and wash their feet. Yeah. Yeah. Like as, uh -huh. as custom, they tell his wife, she's going to have a kid in a year. Abraham oh. shows them his new dick. He's yeah. like, yeah, huh? check this thing. Check it out. Really took the windows down off of this baby. Yeah, paper. it's not. It's, it's easier to draw. <laughs> like we've drawn this thing like all the time. This is this makes it a little easier to draw when it looks like this. It's like <laughs> the po popular drawing of a penis is an uncircumcised one. Uh, yeah. Anyways, he's a great host to the God and the <laughs> yeah. two angels. Right. They go to leave, and uh, God contemplates telling Abraham he's gonna nuke Sodom. Uh, that's where Lot is living right now is in Sodom. It says in the Bible, God like sits and's like, should I tell Abraham? <laughs> it just what? Well, and how do we know this from God's diary about what he was thinking? Like it sounds very like 13 year old diary. That's awesome. I'm totally going to nuke Sodom. But <laughs> do you think I should tell my friend Abraham? Does he even need to know? He like he totally ditched me to go to the mall the other day. I don't even know if he's my friend anymore. The Lord says the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is so great and their sins, gay sex, so grievous okay. that I will go down and see if what they have done is as bad as the outcry that has been revealed to me. If not, I will know. <laughs> I'll know. I can see God looking in the mirror like, where are you going, God? Sodom. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm going to see if it's as bad as they say. <laughs> but I got like lipstick. He's like, let's see just how bad things can get. Ooh, you know, a little vacation to see if this is as bad as they say. Ooh, naughty me. Just a peek, just to see. Don't wait up, later, slut. <laughs> oh no, God's gonna come home with so many STDs. Mm. 
Yeah. So uh, the angels go into the city. So God, God doesn't actually go. He says, he says all that stuff about like, I'm going to go check it out. Angels go check it out. Angels. It's like a Charlie's angel. (laughs) Yeah. Angels. Yes. Uh, God, God and Abraham sit down and they have a chat. Abraham starts asking God while the angels are taken off. He's like, Hey man, like his, his nephew lives there. And he's like, if there are 50 people in that city that are good, will you spare them? And God's like, yeah, sure, man. Sure, sure, okay. buddy. I'll, I'll he just comes it. up with an arbitrary number, though. He could have said, then it goes he through. He could have said 10. Or it something. goes, hey, that's the number they end on. It goes, oh, to 45, shit. Okay. 40, 30, 20, 10. Same thing. God's like, yep, if there's 35, if there's 40, if there's 20, gets down to 10. God's like, if there's 10 people, I won't nuke this city. Okay. Uh, and, then, and then God leaves. That's pretty understanding and, for God. So, if no, there's yeah, nine, yeah, though, is, he's going to do it. Like, oh, yeah. this, is, this doesn't end well, right? This is a bad story. I like that barrier, too. It's like a kid stole that extra Tootsie Pop from the yeah. store, and he was going right. to be 10, and then he was just like, yoink, yeah. and just gets the city nuked. And then that's it. Boom. Boom. So uh, God leaves, and the two angels arrive at the city, where Lot meets them at the gate, like, finds out about it, and is like, hey. What do these on. angels look like? Do they look like people? Like, <laughs> yeah, they he just them. meets them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Meets him at the gate and he hastily tries to rush them to his house for dinner and a perfume bath and a foot bath. He's like, hey, sure. you guys should get to my place really quickly. Uh-huh. Right. The angels are like, hey, no, we're going to sleep in the city square. It's cool. And it says after Lot strongly insists, whatever the fuck that means, he convinces them to come over. Uh, Don't make me beat some fucking angel ass today. All right. <laughs> Just do what I say. Coming over uh, tonight. My don't, you're going to get a knuckle sandwich, you angel. The wife's making and chicken and waffles. You're coming over. You gotta love it. There's foot baths. There's perfume. So they want to sleep in the city square, which is like the equivalent of like, oh, no, we'll just go uh, find a park bench in Central yeah, Park yeah. and have a nap. Right. It's like, yeah, it's not going to go good. Again, that sounds like uh, like disappointed Jewish mother kind of like, yeah. no, I'll just sleep on the floor. Like it's that like. The city being, center will be fine for me, being, I'm sure. Making me feel guilty. You can stay here, angels. God. Yeah. Okay, so they go over there, they eat dinner, they're getting ready for bed, and all of the guys in the city, it says young and old, surround the house, and they start yelling at Lot. It says, who are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out so that we can have sex with them. It says in the Bible verbatim, bring them out so we can have sex with them. Boy, that is. Literally, literally, there's like, hey, two new dudes in the city, let's go check them out. They must that, have been good looking fellas. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they're angels. And they got all the that the dick cream, the dick tip cream. So their oh, skin sure is just flawless. Sure kicks down. Yeah. Flawless skin. Also, it's just the idea that any two visitors came into the city. So there's just mob justice outside of a guy's house. It's like, let, let us me, fuck them. Let me fuck them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I need to fuck that. There's a brand new person in town. And they have not been fucked by me. Yeah, it says that there's a mob of people. Too, so they they like took their time out of their busy schedule of yeah. fucking each other <laughs> to come to that. Like, hey, get them out here. Let's check those butts out. So, what <laughs> you got going great. on there? Let's check it out. So Lot goes outside. 
shuts the door behind him, like sneaks out yeah. the door, closes it quietly behind him, and offers the mob of people his two virgin daughters instead. It's oh, like, hey, cool. Bang my daughters. <laughs> That's that was their reaction. Oh, cool. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, virgin. Right. <laughs> They're not really virgins. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So a simple no wouldn't have sufficed. Like, and also they're angels. Like if they don't want to be fucked, I feel like they cannot be fucked. Let us fuck those two dudes instead of being like, <laughs> no. He's <laughs> like, there you go. No, that's a crazy <laughs> thing to ask. Why are you on my lawn right now? <laughs> no thanks. Get off my property. No, he's like, no, you're just spray <laughs> with the gardeners. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Damn it. It's Gary and it's already posse again. They do this every time there's a new guy in town. Uh, yeah, so instead of saying no, he offers the daughters, and the dudes basically tell him to get out of the way, or they're gonna have his way with lots of junk. They're like, we're doing you if okay. you don't get the fuck out. They're like, we're right. gonna take you and do worse to you. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a threat of... Yeah. Violent rape. Violent rape or, or death, or they're gonna kill him. We're all having Sounds fun like here today and like cracking jokes, but this is the threat of violent rape in the Bible. Super cool. Potentially, cool. or death. Like, they maybe yeah. they, meant they were gonna kill him, or both. Yeah, I'm assuming they wouldn't waste a wormhole. These no. guys seem like pretty worldly. <laughs> pretty morally. Sound pretty horny to me. Yeah. They start trying to break the fucking door down of his house to get to these. Wow. Maybe got at a point. Securing their spot in history as the horniest mob in the Bible. Oh, good. <laughs> so the angels grab Lot and slam the door and uh, they make all the horny mob blind. They're just like, you're blind. They have superpowers. Yeah, they're just blindness. They yeah, I cast so, blindness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he cast blindness. Like, yeah. roll, it, roll it, bro. <laughs> yeah, they got <laughs> 20 and their spellcasting yeah. ability. Plus plus 100 blindness. Yeah. Uh, the angels ask a lot if he has any other family anywhere else in the city because they're going to fuck shit up in a second. Right. So Lot goes to his son-in-law's house. This is fucking weird, too. Goes to his son-in-law's house who was set to marry his daughters, plural. So mm -hmm. if, if it's already his son-in-law... Then he's already married to the daughter. So there's an addendum. There's like a little A in the Bible. And then I went down and scrolled down. And it says, or was already married to his daughters. Oh, okay. But they're, yeah, but just... they're, but they're virgins. So he's his son-in-law is married to the daughters and they're virgins. At it, it's, it's probably house. story uh, shorthand. Like he became, became his son-in-law later. So we're just going to refer to him mm -mm, as mm -mm. son-in-law now. No, he dies. Oh, okay. I don't but he know. gets to marry multiple of them. I guess it's plural. It says yeah. he's going to marry his daughters or mm -hmm. was already married to his daughters. So his son-in-law thought he was joking and stayed. He was just like, yeah, get out of here. You fucking crazy lot. Yeah, go what, are you doing? what are you doing, buddy? Huh? Is Aston Kutcher there? Quick goofing. Oh, I'm, getting, I'm doing the punk thing. This is the punk thing, isn't it? Bring him out. Uh, no, he stays. He thinks he's full of shit. <laughs> okay. so the angels tell Lot to get the fuck out with his wife and daughters. And Lot basically freezes up and the angels grab him by the hand and his wife and daughters and drag him out of the city to the gate. Wow. Okay. And so the angels say, run and do not look back. Run to the fucking mountains or you will be swept away, it says. All right. Yeah. This is the right? don't look back thing, so, right? Lot sounds like such a little bitch, too. He, yeah. Lot goes to the angels and is like, can I just go to Zor, which is a city next door, like a little city. Thing. Right. Do I have to <laughs> run towards the horizon? Like, I guess. Can, well, yeah. And so he's like, okay, so can't I just go to Zor? And the angels were like, fine. <laughs> just okay, they're, they, like, they're like, yeah, there's uh, uh -huh. a lot of negotiation goes on in, in, in the, this book uh, about, more, yeah. more than you would think so with supernatural hey. entities. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. 
They like <laughs> what you said was far. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the destruction of your life. Okay, so then what happened though? Lot's wife. They tell him not to turn around, and Lot's wife gets curious, so she looks right. back and she quote becomes a pillar of salt. Yeah. So what does that mean quote. exactly? What's uh... no clue? But I okay. wish I had pulled it out. I have a picture I drew in second grade because I went to Jesus school. Sure. And we had to draw a story from the Bible. And I drew this adorable picture of Lot's wife. And I was a little farm boy. And so all I know about <laughs> salt is it's a cow lick. So there's cows licking Lot's wife. Oh, man. That is so <laughs> cute. It like makes I me look sick. I wish I would have fucking pulled it up so yeah. you could see it. It's adorable. It's adorable. Yeah. Maybe you're going to clarify this, but it's like they the angels went on this one specific adventure to try to find like the 10 good people in Sodom so that it wouldn't be destroyed. They went to one guy's house like this mob happened and they're like, nope, there's no good. These are the only two good people in all of Sodom. Like maybe they were going to stay the night and be like, tomorrow we start our search for the good people. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, hey, we're going to fuck you. Yeah. And they're like, okay, this is all dead. But like, no, there's probably like good people like and then the other other houses. They went to one dude's house. And had a bad experience, and then we're like, let's nuke this entire city. Well, that's how I treat restaurants. I go to a that's, restaurant yeah. and just have like, it's like, I'm gonna try this place out. <laughs> that's it. I had one, I had one bad waitress, uh-huh. and therefore uh I gotta turn everybody to pillars of salt. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, okay. So it doesn't end there. Uh Lot and his daughters left the city that they went to because they went to the city, the town explodes, or it says God rained fire and brimstone down on okay. Them. So God like full on like sent full a meteor or something like the place. Like, uh what's that word that only God can do? Smite. He like smited. He Dude, smote it. He smote the city. Shit out of it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's some old school kick-ass God. Like, I like yeah. fucking rain fire from the sky, God. That is yeah, yeah, righteous yeah, yeah. shit. That's fucking metal out, <laughs> like, covers. Next scrotal necrosis song. Exactly. <laughs> fire from the sky. So uh, Lot and his two daughters leave Zor, that little city that he ran to. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine, too, like, he just went to the city <laughs> and then left. He wasn't just like... Holy shit, you guys. People just tried to fuck these angels. They kicked us out and the city exploded. He was just like, hey, what's up? We're hey, hey, hey. Burger. Oh, hey. What's up? Yeah, the uh, family, like the girl, daughters. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my my wife earlier turned into a pillar of salt. It's not interesting. It's not an interesting story. Can I just. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's you, like, don't wanna, you, you don't want to know. You look like you've seen a ghost lot. Are you okay? I'm having family troubles. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not a big deal. I'm fine. You don't want to. It's been it. a day. I think we do. Yeah, I'll just I'm just going to go to the mountains if you guys don't mind. So they run up to the mountains and they live in a cave for a while where over the course of two days, his daughters get him blackout drunk and fuck him. Oh, no. See, that's classic Roman or, or Greek mythology shit. I thought you were going to say romance. That, that's classic. That is, that is classic <laughs> romance. romance. That's beautiful. That's beautiful, man. <laughs> so they take turns, too. The first night a daughter goes in there. They conspire together and they're like, hey, we're the last people on Earth. But they just came back from the city. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. Well, the city that. got nuked. Oh, no, but they went right. to the little for the city. other city. Yeah, 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 you're right. They're not the last people on Earth. Everyone was on vacation. They're like, they're dead, too. The Bible does not explain things well enough. No. So the, they're like, hey, let's fuck dad and get pregnant because yeah. we're the last people on Earth. Then we'll make more so, people. They yeah. got right to work. <laughs> fuck. They probably like paper, rock, scissors. <laughs> it's right. like, ah, shit, I, I'm going first. Yeah. Get him drunk, bang him, gets pregnant. Next night, they're like, hey, dad, have some wine. And he's just like, okay, I don't know what happened last night, but it. Yep. I have no recollection <laughs> that I totally 
fucked one of you last night. Yeah, uh, but uh, uh, I'm sure it's going to be okay. So yeah, let's have some wine. Wine, wine, wine. So they ran from the city, but they have wine. Oh, right. <laughs> like grab the wine. That's why he hesitated. <laughs> <laughs> At first, the angels drug him out. He's, yeah. He's, like, grabbing him. I'm going to need this later. My daughters are going to try to fuck me. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, was he really drunk and passed out? The only way I'm going to be able to get through this. Okay, you know, you look a lot like your mother. Oh, I made myself <laughs> gross. I made I grossed myself out. I need a oh you know you remind me of <laughs> you look yeah, you remind me of somebody who looked just like you before. <sighs> you ever, let me just oh that is not funny to laugh let at. Let me just picture you as the pillar of salt for a no, second. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, that's her. You look so like a statue <laughs> I saw once. Uh, yeah, so then second daughter the next night, they get him drunk again, and second daughter fucks him. Uh they yeah, both sure. pregnant. Uh, one has a son named Moab, who is the father of the Moabites, and one has okay. a son named Ben Ami, who is the father of the Ammonites. Old Ben Ami. Uh, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> a long time. It's so fun. <laughs> Do you think he means old Ben? <laughs> no, no. That old wizard's got nothing for you. That guy's a wizard? <laughs> Uh, I looked uh, up who the, who the modern day descendants of these people are. Okay. Incest people. There's not a lot, a lot on it. Okay. You can't track it down. The, the Moabites oh, right. seem to have just because like, it's a fake story and that never really happened. It's just oh yeah, that could possibly story, be. story out of a dumb book. That, uh, the, the, nothing, the, none of this stuff really uh, happened. Yeah. I think that's the why Ammonites. Um, they like might have integrated with another culture. Sure. Yeah. So then, like, I want to know what happened. So the town is just wiped off the map. Forever. Mm-hmm. Also, what's my Gomorrah then? What do you always hear at Sodom and Gomorrah? I think it was like a Longview Kelso thing. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. kind of like, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Twin uh, cities yeah. or something. Uh, joined yeah. with a small river of methamphetamines. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheap and plentiful <laughs> methamphetamines. That's another one of our sponsors we have to we have to mention. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, Crystal that's right. Meth. Uh, uh, yeah. You and your yeah. dumb teeth. Hey, what do you need teeth for? Yeah. Meth. Yeah. Meth. Pesky teeth getting in the way. It's just like this ShamWow commercial. They're just <laughs> yeah, like yeah. trying to eat food, but just banging a banana on their teeth. <laughs> <laughs> one's in black and white and the other's in color once they've had the mess then the like shoulders shrug like, yeah, oh. Like, oh it's like grandma can't hold the orange juice container it falls out of her hands so that's it they uh just got like wiped off the map and that's the last we hear of that story and now we know what to call butt sex and that's why it's called butt sex is because there was like oh, more gay activity happening there than elsewhere or like is it just the first mention of gay activity in the bible you know god really solved that gay problem that day. <laughs> yeah he sure did yeah got them all got them all <laughs> with his little magnifying glass he's like just this one city and then that'll be the end of the gays high-fiving himself nailed it yep i did it oh god i never make mistakes Oh, we're, okay. We're, we're going to hell. I did find anal angels. You know, oh, we good. Find anal angels. <laughs> I know what Gary's doing tonight. I did find you it. know, <laughs> we've already dressed for the occasion. Halfway there. <laughs> we've had a lot of fun here today, folks. Um, we learned that it's important just to enjoy the times when you're not whistling out of your scrotum. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Just sort of live every day. Just let, you know, we learned talk to your lover. Talk if you are sexually attracted to water bottles, br- bring them in on the conversation. Uh, choose love. Just let somebody know. Choose love, man. You be you and let the world react to it because you're worthy. 
of being you. We obviously, we learned that advertisement is horseshit and you should not douche with Lysol. Um, and also, I guess if you're going to try to fuck a couple of angels, then you should be polite about it. And uh, buy him a couple drinks first. With that said, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, well, I think we did good. We had a lot of fun here today. Um, again, the email is completely unsolicited at gmail.com. Send us stuff. Tell us we're great. Uh, tell us we're bad. Uh, send us suggestions, stories that you want to hear us talk about. Whatever you want. Thank you very much uh, for your downloads. And I guess that's everything. So uh, I've been Brady Birkenmeyer. I am Brent Wilkinson. And I'm Gary Burke. And this podcast has been completely unsolicited. Good. How long did it go? Almost two hours. Good. Yeah, I, I feel like it was a little uh, touch and go at the beginning, but we had yeah. a stride. I'm going to start measuring time by farts and jars. How long did it go? Uh, 16 and a half farts in a jar. <laughs> 16 and a half jar farts. Okay, I'm out of here. Had right, fun. See you guys next time. Peace. Okay. Bye. Bye, Gary. Bye, Brent.